With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. That's right. You are listening to Watch Dogs Radio. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker. We are on Rollback Week. We are coming to you live on a Monday. And if you would like to join us, you can give us a call. I'm going to throw that phone number out there first. Give us a call at 215-383-3728. That is 215-383-3728. Well, I am glad you have joined us, whether you're joining us live. I'd love to hear from you on that uh, call-in line, or if you're listening to us in podcast and you have a question about the Watchdogs program, of course, you can always give us a call at the 888-540-DOGS number. That's 888-540-DOGS, which would link you with our uh, main office, our national office in Springdale, Arkansas. Well, I am waiting for my co-host to give us a call. In the meantime, we are going to talk about some of the things that have been going on. We have had a lot of great interaction on our Watchdogs Facebook page. Uh, We're hearing from all over the country talking about launch events. i got a quick shout-out to Taylor, Michigan. Uh, Norm Statuli, that's one of those names that uh, almost like mine that's kind of hard to pronounce. Um, But uh, welcome, Norm. Welcome to our Watchdogs program, and we're glad to have you. Also, uh, we're hearing a lot of from uh, Phil Beenauer in uh, Washington, D.C., who's given us some great information about some programs there. And uh, let's see, Mike Carter from Brunswick Elementary. Uh, welcome to the Watchdogs program, and we are so glad that you've been able to join us. And, uh, well, let's see. We have uh, one of my best friends in the world joining us, I'm guessing, from Kansas. Uh, our executive director, Eric Snow. Eric, how you doing today? Did you finally get out of South Dakota? <laughs> I did. You know, uh, had a great conference there last Friday. I was in Chamberlain, South Dakota. It was a South Dakota school counselors conference. And I'd flown into a little regional airport about an hour and a half north of there in Pierre, South Dakota, beautiful town. And... Um, Tried to leave Friday afternoon, and of course everybody that was watching the Weather Channel on Friday could see that uh, west of us, I think they got like uh, 20 inches or something. It was just crazy snow, but we Mm. got all the wind and the little turboprop plane that we were going to take off in. 
uh, wasn't feeling it. So the pilots decided to, <laughs> after about three-hour delay, we just decided to not go. So I spent another mm-hmm. night there, and then uh, actually the winds were higher on Saturday, but they were from the right direction. We were getting gusts of up to 57 miles an hour, but it was a headwind. So we took oh, off. Oh, there you and go. I got, Yeah, we got back home about uh, 1030 on uh, Saturday night. But it was a great conference. We haven't... Uh, haven't done a whole lot in South Dakota, but I can tell you the educators, the counselors there responded to the program just like everyone else has that we've had the privilege of preventing to around the country. So I think we're going to see that change uh, over the next 12 Great. months. We're going to see some activity. Great. Well, and, and, and of course, you know, I was originally scheduled to go on that one. I was real excited because that's one state I haven't set foot in yet. Um, but we're <laughs> glad that, uh, number one, we're glad we got you in there since I wasn't able to make it. And number two, we're glad we got you out of there. I was ribbing you a little bit. I was, was uh, kind of, uh, like most people do, you know, I was documenting my odyssey on Facebook. And at one point <laughs> you chimed in and said, I'm feeling bad. Well, I was kidding when I said good. But <laughs> it did do any good. You, you've had your share of being trapped. You travel uh, quite a bit. And I know you've had some adventures like that as well. So uh, and when it happens, it happens. Oh, and we just deal with it and roll with the changes, right? Sure, and probably one of the best lessons I learned is to always have at least two types of wake-up device because if you depend on the front desk at the hotel, um, that might not work out for you. And when your flight is scheduled for 6.30 a.m. and you wake up with the sun beaming in your face, you know you've got a problem. <laughs> That's right. I remember you telling me. And here's something, that, you know, as much as I've been traveling, you and I both know, I mean, the last, you know, several years we've had opportunities to go all over the country. But, and, I, you know, we, we pride ourselves in, packing pretty light. We have to take our projectors and our laptops and change the clothes and, you know. But here's what I found. You know, for my next trip, an extra change of underwear and socks really doesn't take up a lot of room. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to throw yeah. them in there just in case, you know. Well, actually, after uh, after 30 years of uh, uh, working in the fire department and, and having to be different places, different times all the time, I've... Uh, I've learned that lesson a long time ago that uh, you know how to survive over a couple of days if you need to. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got to so, do. Well, exactly. uh, we've got a lot of great things happening. Uh, I think you've got a wonderful guest lined up for us today, and I'm excited about that. And we've I got do. several conferences uh, this month we're going to be going to as well, even though it's getting toward the end of the year and certainly out of conference season. I'm doing air quotes now because there is a season for educational conferences, but I think we've got mm-hmm. uh, four or five we're doing in October. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I know I'm getting ready to head out to Las Vegas for uh, the National Youth at Risk Conference, and we're so uh, happy to be partnered with them, and, and we're going to have a future with them, I think, in both uh, Savannah and uh, out in Las Vegas, uh, doing the the uh, program out west, where uh, you know I'm I'm actually uh, on the uh, docket as a featured speaker. I thought that was kind of cool there. That's um, awesome. But, yeah, then I'm going to be going up to Columbus, Ohio, for the uh, Ohio uh, Parent Involvement Coordinators uh, Conference. And, uh, and that's, a, that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good deal there, too. So, uh, of course, being a Buckeye, I'm always happy to uh, get back to my home state. And I see Chris has joined us. Chris, how are you doing? I'm good, Keith. How are you? I, I am doing great. Uh, got, hey, Grant. We, we got a little bit of rain yesterday, and uh, the weather looks great today. Hey, hey, Boss Dog, how are you? I'm good, man, good. You're holding down the fort there in the, the watchdog office today. I know you guys are – Mondays are a busy, busy day for us, aren't they? 
Oh, they are, and it, 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 it's good to come back and, and to be busy, you know, and have schools and, and PTAs and, and uh, dads calling, even moms calling about, hey, what is Watchdogs, or tell me how to get mm-hmm. started, or hey, let me tell you about my lunch event. So it's it's uh, always good to have these phone calls and emails uh, coming in. It really I is. I always say busy is good. good. Exactly. Well, Eric we mentioned... Go ahead. No, there's a delay. I think we. I just want to say this before we got too far because there's something really neat happening tomorrow night. Last weekend, I think not last weekend. Last week, um, we had Chad Bice. Was that last week or week before last? Chad Bice from Norman, Oklahoma, that we had as a guest, sort of a surprise guest. I that was week before last. And Chad uh, did the uh, show me the watchdog uh, video uh, with some dads there in Norman, Oklahoma. It's wonderful. It's on YouTube. You can go see it on our Facebook page. But show me. Uh, I love small people. <laughs> That's it. Uh, so anyway, uh, we started. You know, he kind of shared his heart on what was really leading them to sort of uh, put a, a new, renewed focus on the Watchdog program. We've got a number of schools in, in Oklahoma and, and a number in their area. Well, he shared with us how, after you know, the tornadoes went through there last May, and you know, they had that devastating loss of life, 24 people, and 10 uh, were kids and seven in one school, and that it really just got them to thinking about, you know, their presence in school and wanting to be there for the educators. And so I made the offer on the show that if there's anything we could do in addition to training and equipping them, you know, we would want to do that. He took me up on it, called right back, and in the last two weeks they have put together an event that's going to take place tomorrow night, and I'm going in early for a dinner, I think, with – superintendent and i think he said the count for dinner now was 25 people but after that we're going to go to an event center there and have a rally and i think they're expecting quite a few people i don't want to mention a number because it's unsubstantiated at this point but i think it's Uh going to definitely fall under the category of large and i'm looking forward to sharing that with you all on facebook uh you'll see it live and when it's happening tomorrow on facebook we'll be posting some stuff up but just glad that they're Utilizing watchdogs to heal a little bit and um, mm-hmm. to have a response to something that's just, you know, a senseless tragedy that could touch any one of us at any time. And so my hat's off to them. We learned a lot from Oklahoma uh, by their example when that tragedy happened. And it's just, you know, amazing, amazing people over there that, you know, just help each other and are just fantastic. So I'm looking forward to spending some time wow. with them. That that is amazing. That is amazing. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, if I had a way, I'd get out there and get over there with you. But, uh, but yeah, I'm glad to hear that they are uh, they are moving forward, and and um, that's great. That's great. Well, I wanted to uh, get to our very special guest today. Uh, our our guest is Dr. Linda Nielsen. She is professor of adolescent and educational psychology at Wake Forest University, and she is a very well known expert on the subject of father-daughter relationships, uh, father relationships, and uh, we're very happy to have you with us. Dr. Nielsen, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Thank you, and I appreciate the work that um, you fathers are doing on behalf of strengthening father-daughter relationships since so much of the attention goes to fathers and sons and not enough to fathers and daughters. Well, thank you. You're you're talking to three dads. You're talking to three dads that all have daughters. It's it's extremely important to us, absolutely, on a very personal basis. 
Well, well, great. Well, Dr. Justin, if you would, would you give us a little bit of your history and, and kind of where you're at now? I understand you teach one of the uh, few, if not the only, um, college courses that are specifically designated towards father-daughter relationships. Could you give a little, uh, a little bit of a background on that? Um, yes, I've been teaching at Wake Forest for almost 40 years now, and as an adolescent psychologist, I realized that there was not a lot of information research being disseminated about fathers and daughters. So 22 years ago, I started a course, I created a course, which to my knowledge is still the only course in the country that is exclusively about father-daughter relationships. So this is, I think, the 23rd year now that I've been teaching that, and it's um, very popular with the daughters, but also uh, some some of the male students take the course because they're trying to prepare mm-hmm. themselves um, to be fathers of daughters in the future. Wow. Fascinating. Now, what would you say is the is biggest there... influence? Yeah, go ahead, Keith. I'm sorry. we got a little bit late. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it sounds like we've got a little bit of a delay in the system here today, but um, one of the questions that I had is the um, is there a thought process about getting this course up in other schools or to develop it a little bit more, or, or where do we kind of stand on that? Because I'm interested in really the current research and, and that are out there. Um, I know we use a lot of numbers in our, uh, our class. Uh, what is some of the current work that's going on? Mm-hmm. I think uh, a few of the most interesting new developments are that the major <clears throat> obstacle to father-daughter relationships, in a word, the major obstacle is mothers. Uh, mothers get in the way of that relationship and try to take that relationship over. Now, something that's mm-hmm. recently, <clears throat> excuse me, something that's recently occurred within the last two years in our country is this is in regard to the mother and father's relationship with each other. Last year in this country, 40% of the daughters and sons who were born in this country last year were born to unmarried parents, and those mm-hmm. unions usually do not last very long. So that means that most of those 40% of daughters are not going to grow up with a father in their home. Then you add to that the 30% divorce rate. And so now what we're looking at, which is new in our country, is the number of daughters born to unwed parents outweighs the number of daughters whose parents get divorced. And so we now see that as the greater threat to the father-daughter relationship because what Mm. What hurts the relationship is not whether or not the parents are married. That's irrelevant. What is relevant is do those fathers stay in their in their daughters' lives? And what we find is that most divorced fathers are not permitted, are not allowed by the legal system and by the mothers, are not allowed to be actively involved in their daughters' lives. We're also mm-hmm. seeing that in the families where the Uh, parents have not been married is that, once again, the legal system and the mothers are very often pushing these fathers out of their daughters' lives. So I see that as the greatest risk right now to father-daughter relationships and the biggest change is we've got so many more um, daughters who are going to be growing up and sons who are going to be growing up without a father in their lives for the first 18 years. And when I say without a father, he'll be there, but he'll be there more like an uncle 
You know, you cannot mm-hmm. be a father every other weekend and Wednesday nights. That's ridiculous. And that's mm-hmm. what that's what the courts do. Whether the father has been married or not, the typical custody arrangement is you cut him out of the daughter's life by limiting, by severely limiting the amount of time that he can have with his daughter. So that's a big change and, and one of great concern. Dr. Nielsen, right. uh, what, what, what are some of, what are some of the, the, the outcomes that you see uh, in these young women? Uh, I don't know if, if you uh, follow through with the studies to that effect, but you know, what are some of the outcomes that you see that are a result of these women, young women growing up without the father in their lives? Mm-hmm. Uh, the two major um, outcomes, I like to call them the M&Ms because it helps people remember them, except it's not a sweet outcome like the M&M candies. It's a mm-hmm. really bitter outcome. And the M&Ms stand for men and money. The two major um, consequences that a daughter pays for not having a father who's actively involved in her life, she pays the price with money. This young woman at the age of 25 is not going to have the same kind of income as a woman whose father was actively involved. Now, why is that? because father involvement is closely connected to school achievement, dropping out of school, and going to college. And if you drop out of school, and nowadays if you don't get some college education, financially you're going to be not in a good place when you're a 25-year-old woman. So money is the first thing that fathers uh, give their daughters. And they start doing that by keeping the girls very involved in school, forcing them, encouraging them to go into areas like math and science, which is where the money is. The money, you know, is in math and science. It's not in teaching and nursing. And it's the fathers that get the daughters uh, interested in those areas and to keep the daughter motivated so that she doesn't give up when things get tough. The second M of the M&Ms is men. And I use that term very loosely because a a 12-year-old boy is not a man and a 12-year-old girl is not a woman. But the way that the quality of the father-daughter relationship is going to influence the kind of boys and men that your daughter Hmm. is going to choose to date. Right. And that, of course, has all kinds of ramifications. Um, If she has been well-fathered, she is going to pick a higher quality of young man or boy to date and be involved with. That then means she's less likely to be a teenage mother. She's less likely mm-hmm. to get married young. She's less likely to have children at a young age. She's less likely to go into a, an abusive relationship. In other words, she's going to pick a higher quality M out of the M&Ms, which is higher quality men. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the way I like to put that is like a hungry shopper in a grocery store. If you go into a grocery right. store when you are hungry, you are going to buy junk. You're going to buy sugared <laughs> drinks and sweets and candy and corn syrup and every bit of junk that's in that grocery store is what you're going to buy because you're hungry. If you mm-hmm. go into that grocery store and you're not hungry, you're going to buy the fruits and vegetables and fish and things that are better for you. The same analogy with a daughter. If she is hungry for her father's love and attention, she's going to pick junk food. 
And in this analogy, she's going to pick junk men. I love that. That's, that's a brilliant that's analogy. Great. Yeah, that is well put. Holy cow, it says a lot. I, go ahead, Keith. I know you've got questions. I, I, my, there's so many things I want to ask, but I know you prepared for this, and I'm off the cuff, so go right ahead, my friend. Well, I think we're a little, both a little bit off the cuff, but one of the comments that I often make, and I love to see the eyebrows raised when I'm talking to a group of men is, in uh, and, and, and I love that analogy because this plays right into it. I, I say to the guys, look, how would you like to have a hand in who your son-in-law is going to be? Because mm-hmm. if, you, you know, if you follow through and if you show them a good example, they're going to know what to look for when they go out and look for uh, a mate later on in life. So that is, that, that is great information because it plays exactly into to what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I think the key here is so that fathers understand it's not that you're modeling for your daughter what a good relationship is. What you are doing for your daughter is teaching her that you love her, that she's lovable mm-hmm. and loved, and that she does not have to be perfect or perfectly skinny or perfectly beautiful or perfectly anything. And when she feels loved by her father, then she doesn't have to go out and mm-hmm. seek that kind of love and attention from some goofy boy or some immature man. Right. Right. Dr. Nelson, let me, let me ask this. I, because, I, you know, my, my daughter is uh, 21, and she's a senior in college, and, and is just a, a beautiful uh, young woman in every way. We've, we've really been uh, blessed and fortunate in the decisions she's made. And, you know, and, and we, we, we try to take not too much credit for that. A lot of that has been her decisions, but we know that we've had an impact on that. But what I've lived through that I see a lot of other men living through is this. You know, when you have your, your little daughter and she's one, two, three, five, seven, ten, you know, you can relate to them in, in a certain way. And that's usually, you know, built around, you know, play and schoolwork and, and maybe they're into, you know, athletics or they're into gymnastics or, or something that you can, you know, have in common or, you know, it's movies or, or you know, whatever you're doing that, you know, you, you kind of have that bonding. What happens is when they get uh, in their teens, and they start going through puberty, and they start blossoming into young women, freaks men out a little bit. I mean, that we, we mm-hmm. kind of, at that point, we're eager for mom to take over because we, we don't know what to mm-hmm. do. And, and what right. we found, what I found with Alyssa was that was the time that she really needed me the most, and it was hard. I didn't really know somehow to do anything other than just to be there. So could you speak to that for a little bit on what how mm-hmm. the guys can kind of navigate those waters? Right. Well, first of all, um, men have been brainwashed because our culture brainwashes men into believing. I mean, even before they have a daughter, they're brainwashed into believing that, oh, once she becomes a teenager, I have to back off and let her mom take over. If you've got that stereotype, if you've got that uh, script brainwashed into your brain, then that's exactly how you are going to behave when she becomes a teenager. If we gave you a different message, if we sent a different message to young fathers, which is the teenage years are very important for you and your daughter. That's not the time to back off. That's not the time to let her mother take over. That advice that you've been brainwashed into is absolutely wrong. Do the opposite, which is stay involved with her, just as involved as you were when she was 5 and 10. Don't back off. Don't stop spending time alone with her. Don't stop doing things alone, just you and her. No mother, please. No stepmother. No other siblings, just you and your daughter. Yes, all teenagers are awkward. 
so what? We were all teenagers. We all went through it. That's that right. doesn't mean you. That doesn't mean you back off from her just because she's being an awkward twit. I mean, your son <laughs> is hard to deal with too. Your your That's son right. is no piece of cake, but you don't back off from the son as a teenager. Neither should you back off from your daughter. Men do that not because men want to do that, but because mm-hmm. you have been brainwashed to yeah. believe that just because now your daughter's sexy and looks great in a bikini, that you can't hang out with her and still be her father and go and do things alone with her. Of course you can. Of course well, you can. And, and daughters do yeah, daughters do need that. And the most frequent complaint I hear from women in their early 20s in this class is, my father disappeared from my life. I don't mean yeah. he... You know, mm-hmm. I don't mean you disappeared from the home. I mean you disappeared from her life. You became the invisible man. Exactly. Yes. And, you know, there's, there's something that sort of uh, occurred to me around that time that Alyssa was, you know, 12, you know, 13 years old, was that, you know, at that point, and I don't know where this came from, you know, uh, for me, I guess it was just really hyper uh, alert to what was going on, is that there were things only at that point that I was going to be able to message to her because she was now in a position to receive it, and she was going to start viewing me in a whole different way in the next few years. And mm-hmm. so it, in in ways it kind of occurred to me, and, I, and that's what I try to impart to men, is that there's only going to be things that you're going to be able to convey to her now because she's ready to hear it, and she's looking at you that's as a right. man about, you know, mm-hmm. okay, well, I see the way he treats mom or, you know, I see the way mom treats him and I either like that or I don't or, you know, I mean, so, yeah, that's, wow. Mm-hmm. It's so great, great to hear an expert talk that way about those kind of things. That's really helpful. Wow. Well, 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 Nelson, I know you need... Go ahead. I was going to say, I know you need to get to a meeting, yes. so I wanted to uh, let you go. I but, do. Uh, I, I do. would like to invite you back uh, at some point uh, to join us again on Watchdog Radio so we can follow up on this conversation i've just had chills just sitting here um listening to this because it's been so uh, so important to what we the work that we do and it just validates for me and for eric and for chris and and everybody in watchdogs that what we're doing is so important so uh so we'll keep in touch and certainly thank you so much for joining us today thank is there a you website i appreciate or a book the invitation you'd like to send everybody to uh, the website, they can just go to Linda Nielsen at Wake Forest University, and there's a lot of uh, free information there that you can just download for fathers. Well, hey, thank I will you post that on our Facebook time. page. Yeah, we'll put that on our Facebook okay. page. That's wonderful. Thank you, and thanks for the time to talk about you important fathers and those daughters. Thank you for the work you're doing. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you. And once again, that's uh, Dr. Linda Nielsen, uh, professor of education and psychology at Wake Forest University. Uh, Great uh, to have her on the line today and to be able to uh, talk to us. But she did need to go and get to a meeting, so so we've let her go. But if you'd like to give us a call, and uh, and we'll continue to talk about this, our call-in number is 215-383-3728. That's 215-383-3728. I... uh, Chris, is there uh, anything going on out there at the mothership you let us know about? Keith, we're just we're just getting ready. Uh, you know, checking in with our schools that have bought a kit that's in that pre-launch phase, trying to confirm that they launch. So that's kind of what we're doing here uh, right now, in between phone calls, 
in an order is trying to reach out to our, our schools to see if they are an active watchdog school. Exactly. So if you are listening to us and you have had your launch event already, but uh, you need to let us know that you are a active watchdog school so we can convert you in our records, um, get you some information about you know continuing to sustain your program. But if you have had your watchdogs launch event, give us a call just to confirm that we have you on the active list in our uh, in our database so that we can keep all that up. And of course. If you have been a uh, watchdog school for a while and you need to uh, change the information that we have as far as if you have a new administrator, if you have a new top dog coordinator, if you have a, a new PTA board, um, just let us know because we like to uh, you know who we're communicating with. We don't want to, if somebody has moved on to a middle school or whatever, we don't want to keep sending them emails when they're no longer involved with your school. Um, we want to send them emails about being involved with their new school, but we don't... Uh, we want to make sure that we have our information correct. Well, uh, Eric, what's uh, what's up with you on the on your schedule? Well, let's see. Um, like I said, heading to Norman tomorrow, and then uh, I don't travel much uh, this month. I've got uh, some meetings next week uh, in Kansas City at the National Center for Fathering, our parent organization, and just doing some strategic planning with the leadership team there. I'm looking forward to that. We don't get together that often and so I'll be up there and then uh, on the 19th I'll be in Springfield, Missouri at the uh, Missouri State PTA Conference and looking forward to seeing a lot of old friends there and and uh, mm -hmm. they, by golly the month will be over I mean, I'm trying to wish it away but I'm sitting here thinking you know we're already the first weekend of October and I'm not sure what's happened <laughs> we're seven <laughs> days into it it's just gone by as a blur so we'll just uh, keep on keeping on it, it's been amazing. Well, uh, thank you for joining us today, Eric, as we wind up the show. Chris, you got any closing comments in the last few seconds here? No, Keith. I'm just prepared to hear your, your closing tagline. I mean, I, I should oh, know you, it by now, you, but I just keep forgetting. You, you love <laughs> that tagline. Well, once again, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I, I appreciate you being with us today once again on Watchdogs Radio. Uh, you can join us every week here. We are either on a Tuesday generally. Uh, sometimes we roll back to a Monday uh, based on some scheduling issues and such. So we are glad to have you with us. Please check us out on our Facebook page. It's Watch, W-A-T-C-H space, D period, O period, G period, S on Facebook. And we can have some great conversations on there. Once again, just remember, folks, the schools that don't have a watch stuff program are the ones that don't know enough about us. Thanks. We'll see you next week. We'll be on Tuesday. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.